If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Open enrollment is here for the 10,000 Americans per day entering the Medicare program, and that's where we're going to be spending time unpacking for you today here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Sean McGuire here. Thank you so much for your time and for listening and doing the best to inform yourself. We're going to be looking today at what are the differences between Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare Supplement plans as part of our ongoing series to help you make the difficult benefit decisions that are affecting you right now as we head into 2017. And we've got a terrific program lined up for you. We're going to be joined right now by Stuart Slonen, president of SIG Consulting, a contributor extraordinaire here on America's Healthcare Challenge, uh, going to help us uh, with uh, with this this uh, kind of a difficult subject for for a lot of people. And there are some things that are changing a lot as of late. And um, we're going to begin, Stuart, with helping folks understand Medicare in general. Uh, starting with parts A and B, do you want to take it away? Yeah, let's uh, let's dive in there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Medicare Part A uh, is hospital insurance and covers costs associated with confinement in a hospital or a skilled nursing facility. And what that is is when you're hospitalized for one to sixty days, uh, Medicare covers most confinement costs after the required deductible which you pay $1,288 is the deductible for this year. From 61 to 90 days, uh, it's $322 a day copayment for as much as uh, $9,660 for that 61 to 90 day period. And then 91 uh, through the 150th day is $644 a day uh, with a copayment which adds up to almost $38,000 and change. And that includes a small skilled nursing confinement benefit. After 20 days, it's $161 a day, and the copayment could be as much as $12,880. So that's Medicare Part A. When we get to Medicare Part B, Medicare Part B is medical insurance and covers uh, physician services, outpatient costs, tests, and supplies. Uh, annual deductible there is $166 uh, a year. Medical expenses include physician services for inpatient, outpatient, medical, surgical, physical, speech therapy, and diagnostic testing, clinical, lab services, uh, home health care, part-time or intermittent uh, skilled care, outpatient hospital treatment, uh, blood, it pays 80% of approved amount after the first three uh, pints of blood and excess doctor charges above Medicare approved amounts. Wow, so there's a that's, lot of that's a lot to to digest. 
a lot of people don't really realize that they're they could be on the hook for for so much money, do they? When they when they first begin going into Medicare? No, it's true. It's true. Uh, and for a lot of folks who cross over that line from under age sixty five, where they would cover it individually, either in one of the Obamacare plans. Uh, or they cross over, if, you know, from an employer-sponsored plan or individual plans. Now suddenly the Medicare rules apply once you're age 65. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that can also vary uh, upon someone's income, correct? That's true. Right. Yeah. Well, we won't uh, we won't get into that too much because you'd have to check out our other program a couple of times ago where we really looked at that uh, with the Part D pro uh, prescription drug. Um, mm-hmm. availability thing and uh, something that's really important. But we're sticking to Parts A and B right now. So yeah, Part we're gonna A... Cover that. We're going to cover that in another segment, I think, a couple of weeks down the road, mm-hmm. John. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Part A, for hospital services, Part B, uh, for physician and other uh, outpatient services. What is... Right. So what kind of maximum exposure could somebody be looking at, um, uh, you know, with just a traditional Medicare well, again, all these dollar limits next to each of these. For example, we mm-hmm. talked about in Part A what those dollar limits were. <clears throat> in Part B, you've got the $166 uh, dollar annual deductible. Mm-hmm. For medical expenses, you have 20% of approved amount. Uh, for clinical lab services, uh, you pay nothing for those services. Uh, for home health care, nothing for services but 20% of the approved amount for durable medical equipment. Mm. And then outpatient hospital treatment, the coinsurance is based upon the out, on, on uh, outpatient payment rates. Then in blood, it's the first three pints plus 20% of the approved amount for additional pints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then excess doctor charges, uh, you pay all the excess uh, costs. Wow. Well, and so that's why... Um... Medicare supplemental plans are, are becoming so important. Uh, we'll, we'll be spending yep. some time talking about these. But the thing that stood out to me as I was just jotting down notes as you were going, uh, that this number of 9,660, would that be for mm-hmm. the 61 to 90? So that's really if somebody is, um, what if somebody falls and breaks their hip, a senior, for example, I could almost see them. Um, that's just an awful lot of money for somebody to have to, to come up with. No, it really, it really is. And again, it depends. When you're looking at chronic care versus someone who's had an initial, uh, you know, expense in the hospital, the question here, as far as these dollars are concerned, how long is the patient going to be in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Medicare is now uh, is clamping down on uh, on people who are readmitted, and they're penalizing hospitals. Uh, for that kind of readmissions uh, in their in their cash flow that they get from directly from Medicare. Yeah, and you bring up a terrific point. Hospital readmissions, big pain point for hospitals in the boardroom as they're trying to figure out how to control them. And um, you might have seen uh, the implementation, and I know it's a lot of folks that uh, I know that are on Medicare have been admitted to a hospital and then perhaps uh, administered a, a telemedicine type of program to uh, to help keep them out of the hospital uh, yeah. as well. And this is just an, what, one example of some of the things that seniors are going to see as uh, as these things change and these incentives change. 
for them. Yeah, your point is well taken, uh, Sean. Again, HHS is looking very closely at at readmissions within a 30-day period of time. That's where hospitals are going to get dinged Mm -hmm. with the amount of money that they receive from HHS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's a key point. Anything else on um, Part B? That you can that no, you can think those, of. Those are the those are the cogent points in terms of what they're responsible for, and obviously that leads us into you know the reason why uh, you you make a decision for a meds up or or a medigap plan. Sure, which is but enrollment periods. The, the, yeah, let's talk about the enrollment period. That's very very important. When you turn sixty five or otherwise become eligible for Medicare, you have your initial enrollment period. That begins three months before and ends three months after uh, the month of your 65th birthday. Uh, It's a seven-month window. So if you have employer uh, or plan-sponsored coverage when you first become eligible, you won't need to enroll until you retire, otherwise lose that coverage. So the initial enrollment period, uh, what we call the annual enrollment period, uh, is October 15th to December 7th. And that's what we're in right now. And so the the uh, Medicare advantage of the I'm sorry, the special election period uh, may qualify uh, for so people will qualify for if they retire and they lose their employer coverage, they move out of the planned service area, they receive assistance from the state, or they've been diagnosed with certain qualifying disabilities or chronic health conditions. And there's special needs uh, plans uh, that have other additional eligibility requirements. Mm-hmm. And then the last, uh, the last enrollment segment here is what we call the Medicare Advantage disenrollment period. And that's between January 1st and February 14th. You may disenroll from a Medicare Advantage plan and return to original Medicare. Mm. That's the only time that you can do that. Does that happen a lot? Uh, yes, it does, and particularly this year, and it's something I was going to discuss later, but I think it's the direct answer to your question. Nearly 5 million seniors were non-renewed in 2016 from their Medicare Advantage plans. So they could actually, the the, the Advantage pl- plan provider, which would be an insurance company, would um, mm-hmm. they could cancel the policy for seniors? Yeah. And they are I, doing that? They are doing that. Let me let me just cover that area just quickly you know, before mm-hmm. we take our, our next break. Mm-hmm. In Medicare Advantage, uh, you know, it provides a lower premium. It provides in-network coverage only. It's not guarantee issued. As, you know, it could be underwritten. Doctors may leave those plans. Uh, the hospitals may leave. You know, the plan Car- a carrier may pull out, which is what's happened this year. And seniors may lose their coverage, and they receive a certificate, not a policy. Mm-hmm. And their maximum out-of-pocket exposure, Sean, could be $6,700. That's for coinsurance, deductible, and, out of, and other out-of-pocket expenses. So as I mentioned, we started this. Nearly 5 million seniors were non-renewed this year. Wow. That's incredible. That's um. <laughs> Something and why why the shows like these are so important to help people understand this because chances yeah. are some of our listeners might have gotten something in the mail that said mm-hmm. just that. So why don't we um, pause and take a time out 
and uh, get before we get into something that's really important, I've got first of all, I've got a question that I've got to ask you uh, following up, but then we'll get into the two decisions to think you, to think about before considering additional medical care Medicare coverage. <laughs> we'll do Let's that do next that. segment. Uh, but then until then, uh, this is America's Healthcare Challenge. Thank you so much for for listening. If you like what you hear, check out our SoundCloud page where we've uploaded all of our segments in in almost the five years that we've been doing this show. We've got over 600 segments up there with all kinds of stuff like this, and you're not going to want to miss the one that we've got coming up next for you. We'll be right back.